This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you an update on what's happening in your headlines. Developing this morning, the COVID-19 report for the Beaumont area continuing to show a very low number of new cases. In fact, only two confirmed cases in the Beaumont area through yesterday. Beaumont Health Department reports 346 deaths out of 38 uh, case thousand 28,000 cases since the pandemic began. Jefferson County's population now fully vaccinated about 53%. Meantime, the FDA has approved a second booster for those 50 and up. That booster now available at the Beaumont Health Department and at the Texas Artist Museum in Port Arthur, where that city's health department has been giving out vaccines for months. The museum, located next to the Bob Bowers Civic Center, Port Arthur Public Health Department, has led in the fight against the virus since it began two years ago, the pandemic, providing testing in the early stages and offering shots for much of our region for more than a year now. Even yesterday, Health Director Judy Smith told us that two people came in to get their first COVID shots, but she says as soon as both the Centers for Disease Control and the FDA approve a second booster for adults 50 and older, the Port Arthur Health Department wasting no time administering them. They will be available from 8.30 until 4.30 Monday through Friday at the Texas Artist Museum. And next Thursday, April 7th, shots will be offered from 7 uh, until 7 p.m. Smith says the shots are still your best line of defense. We are not seeing a lot of cases and that is very good. We do believe that it is because so many people took advantage of the booster, but because now many people's boosters have been a little, maybe four to five or six months, it is important to get that extra level of protection so that we can keep those numbers down. We do know that we're probably going to be in a season of this virus for a, a long time to come, but if we have the ability to prevent, you know, people from dying and people from getting severely ill. That's what we want to do. Smith says the strike team is still operating in Port Arthur, providing shots to anyone who is homebound in mid and South Jefferson County. If you live in that area, you're homebound when you want to get one of the vaccines, you can just call 409-332-6180 to make an appointment. Unfolding now, but going back weeks, months, even years, violent crime linked to juveniles making headlines, causing concern when you watch the news, but also alarming professionals, the police, probation officers, those who work with juveniles. Mello Stiles has the story. A 16-year-old juvenile is also charged with murder, and two other juveniles, both 14, are charged with evading detention and unlawfully carrying a weapon. Juveniles are becoming more and more involved in violent crimes in Southeast Texas, so much that Southeast County and city law enforcement say it has risen to an alarming rate. You know, uh, 15, 16 year old kids uh, are co committing violent crimes at a rate that we've never seen. Those juveniles are landing right in the Minnie Rogers Juvenile Justice Center. What we're seeing overall is, is still a decline in, in overall referrals uh, as far as juveniles are concerned, but what we are seeing is an uptick and violent crime, aggravated assaults and robberies, those kind of crimes. The goal is to try to help the juveniles not end up in the adult correctional facilities next door, but because of the nature of the crimes, that is becoming more and more difficult. Uh, obviously, we, we want to protect the public, but we also want to work with kids and try to rehabilitate kids um, and do what we feel is in best interest. Uh, 
through the courts. Jefferson County residents say kids have too much time to get involved in illegal activities. Now there's nowhere for them to go. So they just out here on the streets. Steve Cockrell says current life situations are a factor into why these kids are ending up in these situations. Keep in mind a lot of these kids are going through a lot of trauma. They've, they've gone through trauma in their lives and, and that has some effect. Chief Cockrell says programs for these kids are available. There are a lot of things that you can that kids can get into that are positive. Uh, we just have to make sure as a community that we're getting them to those places. Chief Cockrell believes the solution to turn around the trend is more community involvement. In Jefferson County, Mellow Styles, KFDM, 6 News. Chief Cockrell says in many cases, juveniles who are old enough are charged as adults for violent crimes. Well, it's been a week since deadly storms ripped through Texas and Oklahoma, but the stories of what happened that night keep coming to light. Kayla DeMond spoke with one Grayson County man who says he would have died if it weren't for a pole on his porch. Now this porch behind me is the only thing still standing in the Young's family home after it got hit last week in the deadly tornado. Now this pole right behind me over here is where Donnie says he was holding on to for dear life as his body was flying in the air and he was trying to get inside to his family. Right here would be the living room and kitchen area. Donnie Young says he was outside checking on his dog when the EF2 tornado came through Shoreward Shores. Right here was the barn and it was a carport and a barn and I had ran through here and that's where the dog was. Young says moments later, a neighbor's trailer was in his barn and their boat flew into his house where his wife and two kids were. The wind took my legs out and it was kind of muddy and I flew on my back and I was just like, I'm gonna get my babies. Young says as he was trying to get inside to his family, he was holding on to the porch with his legs flying in the air. For roughly 10 seconds, he thought that was it. As soon as the storm was done, uh, we just ran. I mean, I ran around trying to find them, throwing off all the walls, and finally they screamed, and I found them in a little tight space where the wall had fell over, and they were there. Young says they've been staying at their family's home in Sherwood Shores that was luckily untouched. Now they're looking for a new place, counting their blessings. It's just time to clean up, and then we'll try to rebuild something and just try to move on for this. We were just glad to be alive. Reporting in Sherwood Shores, Kylie Dudman, News 12. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast for the last day of March 2022. Showers and thunderstorms well east of our area this morning. As a matter of fact, that came through yesterday. We did have one confirmed tornado up southwest of Toledo Bend, and otherwise, gusty winds as those storms move through. Peak gust around the area, I believe, was 62 miles an hour near Kirbyville. So again, as we work our way through the day today, things will be much more quiet. Looking for a sunny start to the morning. Temperatures should dip into the middle and upper 40s in the lakes, probably the upper 40s to low 50s in the Triangle as we get our morning started. This afternoon, winds are going to be a lot lighter. They'll still be out of the north-northwest, averaging out to about 10 miles an hour. We'll see mostly sunny skies. Temperatures today topping out into the middle and upper 70s. Tonight, 
a very similar night to what we'll see this morning. We're going to be looking at light easterly winds, mostly clear to partly cloudy skies. Overnight lows will be into the upper 40s. And then for Friday afternoon, winds turn to the east-southeast, still looking at plenty of sunshine across the area with temperatures topping out at around 78 degrees. Heading into the weekend, we've got a weak little disturbance that will come through early on Saturday morning. That may bring us the very chance of a few isolated showers and thunderstorms, looking at a very small coverage, about 30%, and rain totals anywhere from maybe a tenth to a quarter of an inch, and that might be on the high side. Those showers will move out fairly quickly Saturday morning. Should be looking at a fair amount of sunshine for Saturday and then a little bit of cloud cover coming back with southeasterly winds on Sunday. Heading into early next week, things change up a bit. We'll get ready for another trough of low pressure to kick out of the four corners. That will increase our rain chances starting Monday evening. We'll go with a 30% coverage of evening showers and storms on Monday. High temperatures will top out into the lower 80s. And then on Tuesday... Look at a more significant chance of showers and thunderstorms. Going to go with 60% coverage for your Tuesday. We'll also be watching for the possibility of severe weather, although right now it's a little too early to determine, but pretty nice trough coming out of the four corners that we'll need to watch closely. Behind that on Wednesday, a weak boundary will push through. High temperatures on Wednesday will be into the mid-80s, and then we'll cool off into the 70s for the early part or for the late part of next week on Thursday and Friday. So let's recap your forecast. For the last day of March 2022, looking at mostly sunny skies, north-northwest winds averaging out to about 5 to 15 miles an hour, temperatures topping out into the middle and upper 70s. Don't forget, you can get your forecast online anytime at kfdm.com. You can download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. The interactive radar is a great tool to have there. Also, our WeatherNet app is available, and you can check out the location and also the conditions at any one of our almost 70 WeatherNet stations across Southeast Texas. And don't forget social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On this Thursday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.